It's showtime. Podcasts are the best, except for when they're not. Come to think there's really just a handful that don't suck. And that's where we come in. Podcast reviews like Harlow and Commander and Jen from the Jingles Department. W-A-T-P 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 Who are these podcasts? W-A-T-P Who likes these podcasts? Not W-A-T-P Who makes these podcasts? That was beyond me Who are these podcasts? W-A-T-P 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 I cannot top that one. Hello and welcome to another episode of W-A-T-P, the only show whose acronym actually stands for Wiping Asses with Toilet Paper. I'm your host, Carl. With me as always is Jen from the Jingles Department. Hi. Welcome, Jen. Oh, thanks. I want to remind our listeners, you can visit us at whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod. Email the show, show at gmail.com. We're always looking for podcast suggestions. Also, if you find the show the slightest bit entertaining, don't forget to give us a positive five-star review on iTunes. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Opie Radio. We both listen to the show. We've tried really hard not to discuss it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Opie Radio is a brand new podcast by Westwood One, starring our friend Greg Opie Hughes. I am weary. From the Opie and Anthony show. I'm weary from listening to this. Jen and I go back quite a ways with Opie and Anthony. What happened is Greg Opie Hughes was finally fired by Sirius for sucking and for taking pictures of a coworker shitting, but that's a whole other thing. Ugh. No need to get into that. It took him about 10 months to finally land another gig, and everyone was wondering, what's he going to do? Sirius has fired him. Where is he going to go? Is he going to trust your radio? Is he do something new? He's doing a podcast with the same assholes he was doing a terrible radio show with at Sirius. And it's exactly the same thing. It is Vic Henley, Sherrod Small, and usually this guy Carl, who's a chef. He wasn't on the episode that we listened to. No. It's the same cast of characters, these unfunny people that Opie surrounds himself with. And it's the same nonsense that was going on that no one was listening to on Sirius. He's such a one-trick pony. Like, I I could I could not tell. If you put this on and I didn't know better, I would say this was from 1995. Right. He's not changed his format. He's not changed his attitude. He's not funny. Ugh. He's a shock jock. And the way that he gained notoriety was through all the shock jock ways that you do that. Right. Getting girls up into the studio, shoving things, you know, wiffle ball bats and girls and all the things they used to do in the 90s that you can't do anymore. Right. Because finally people were like, well, you know, there's like a Me Too movement and this is probably inappropriate. So now he's this guy who's trying to live in a world that has deserted him. He can't do what he's famous for doing. And he's trying to be funny and roll with the punches. He's brought on unfunny comedians onto his show, and he's unfunny. Here is 
a clip that sums up the episode we listened to, Guilty by Association. This is like their fourth or fifth podcast. But remember, they've been doing this for years together. Mm -hmm. This cast of characters. They should have a lot of chemistry. They should know what they're doing. This is exactly what we... And by the way, the show was two hours long. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, fin I finally got through it this morning. I finally got to the end. My clips are all from the first hour or so because that was that was enough. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have like over 50 fucking clips. I know. Oh, no. I know. It's just everything. that oh, I know it's in all the time, but everything I heard, I'm like, I got to talk about this. Here's the uh, here's the the clip that sums it up. No, we don't have Iron City. Well, tell me what Peels is because I've never heard Pe of. Peels it from? Let me set this up. They're hanging out at a guy's bar. Okay. Mm -hmm. They decide that they're going to do a podcast from a bar. Yeah. And Opie brings this equipment, sets it up, and they have on this guy Vic and this guy Sherrod, who are supposedly comedians. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> And then they're talking to the owner of the bar, and this is how this conversation goes down. No, we don't have Iron City. Well, tell me what Peels is, because I've never heard Pe of it. Peels is, I mean, it's, well, it's, right now it's being brewed at Captain Lawrence, but um, I think it was an upstate New York product oh, okay. way right. back when, but it was, you know, that cheap stuff that you had to buy because it was that price. <laughs> oh, certainly. Hold on, uh, Sherrod is setting up his own light. <laughs> He's working on his equipment. It's a two-man job. Yeah, we're a top-notch no, uh, organization right now. What is, got it on there. What is Iron City? Pittsburgh. Hey, you know what, guys? This right here, this rambling, boring conversation. This is what the show is. Nonsense. Boring, rambling conversations with old men. Yeah. Opie's in his mid to late 50s at this point. I, yeah, at least. And this guy, Vic Henley... I don't know a ton about him. Nobody does, but thought, he's old. I, I didn't realize who he was. I thought he was Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. He time. wishes. He wishes he was Larry <laughs> was the like, Cable Guy. How do you get Larry the Cable Guy in a shitty podcast? Vic Henley, it's interesting. I wanted to do some research on who this guy is, and this is going to sound harsh, but remember that Opie used to do a show with Jim Norton. They used to have these guests on, Amy Schumer and, and David Tell and Colin Quinn. They would constantly have top-notch comedians that you wanted to listen to. And now Opie has fallen so far. He was a multi-millionaire. Well, he still is. But he was making millions of dollars a year working for Sirius. He's now doing a podcast for Westwood One with no business model. I don't know how he makes money on this. There are no advertisements. They don't talk about Patreon. There's no business model here. He's just doing a rambling conversation show. I know. For no reason. It's and he's got this guy, Vic Henley, on. Vic Henley is so not famous. The only reference to him on Wikipedia is his brother's wiki page. And I'm not joking. Huh? If you want to find out who Vic Henley is, you go to Terry Henley's Wikipedia page. He was a college football star in Auburn in the early 70s. Oh. That's about as unfamous as you can be and still have a wiki page. He's so not famous, this Vic Henley guy, that his not famous brother is more famous than him. Oh, Figure I've that out. I have never heard of him in my life. And I I know a lot of comedians. Like, not personally, but I know of a lot of comedians. And that's one I've never heard of. Moving on. What do you got? Uh, Well, okay. So I thought I'd start with the intro. Okay. Uh, it's track one. Oh, yeah. The Opie Radio Podcast. Isn't 
that the exact same music he used to kind of use? I think it's the Sideways Rage Against the Machine song. Because they used to have that Rage Against the Machine music. When he did Opie and Anthony. When it was Opie and Anthony. It was the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. But it's a little bit sideways. A little I bit. noticed that too. I didn't do a lot of research into that. But it's like to get you excited. Like you used to get excited yes. about like, all right, Jim Norton's going to be yes. here. And Anthony. Yes. And Jim Fortey's on the show. So you're like, oh, it's going to be great. And if you're lucky, Opie's not there. He's on vacation. <laughs> right. Those are always the so best ones. so much funnier when it was just Anthony and Jim. Yep. And maybe Jim Florentine. Yep. Um, Oh, God. Um, this is Opie in a nutshell. He's so unaware of what is interesting anymore and what people care about. And he thinks that he's like this frat brother guy still, even though he's in his 50s. Yeah. So at some point, they're just doing the podcast. They're talking in this this bar. And Sherrod Small, mm-hmm. who's one of the guys on the show, shows up. That was one of the beers that inspired the gra- uh, Grandpa's Fridge, which is at my other location. Okay. So. I was... Yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. What's up, brother? What's up, man? What's hey, Sherrod, can you grab your mic? I got to plug, <laughs> plug another mic in. <laughs> they just all start screaming because uh. this guy who's scheduled to be there shows up. I know. This <laughs> wasn't a surprise. No. I mean, it's surprising that all the guests weren't there to start the show. I want to point something out, too. This is important to note. So they're in this place called Gephardt's, and I'll get to that. It's uh, a bar in Manhattan. And back in the day, Opie and Anthony would do these remotes where they would go to a venue and do their show. Uh Uh-huh. But the show was actually amplified throughout the venue, and the audience was all there to see it and watch it and participate. Right. And they would be, you'd hear people laughing and yelling stuff out. And it was a show. These guys are just doing a podcast in a bar by themselves. There's like a little rope around them. Oh, I know. And people are just milling about, going about their day. You hear traffic driving by. There's no reason for them to be in public doing this. I know. At one point, they, um, towards the end, I did get almost to the end. I didn't quite finish listening to it. Yeah. There were some uh, tourists visiting New York. Having a conversation you can loudly hear. They right. They're not there from Amsterdam. If you want to play track six. They're just waving yeah, at they're people. They're waving at people. Their friends are coming in. They didn't even know that this is The Dutch are real white. Rope no, they came they're in. Just I like that they're so white they make Opie look Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> so he got upset because these tourists didn't realize that yeah. he was doing a podcast. It's roped off. They're just having a conversation. They're just babbling. I'm like... They're in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a bar in the podcast. afternoon in Manhattan. So Opie does not understand anything about podcasting at all. This is him setting up the fact that they're at this place called Gephardt's. And uh, this week I find myself in the neighborhood, the Upper West Side of Manhattan. I'm on 72nd Street at one of my favorite beer joints. It's called Gephardt's. And uh, I got the owner uh, of Gephardt's in front of me, Matt. Hello. Uh, I love your joint, brother. Thank you. Okay. The crazy thing is, so Opie will just have anybody on the show to just ramble. We'll get more into that. But Opie still thinks he's doing local radio because he grew up in Rochester doing radio, Buffalo, Boston, New York. He's traveled around having a local radio show, and he still thinks that's what he's doing, but he's not. He's doing a podcast. Right. So this is so local radio-esque. And uh, explain to the people that uh, don't know Gebhardt's on the Upper West Side. Uh, yeah, it's a bottle shop, bar, and yeah. restaurant. So uh, we do, we've got about 300 different bottled beers, bottles and cans, and then 16 rotating draft beers, mostly craft, high-end import, and then your grandpa's favorite old swill, grandpa cans. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. 
Thanks, Crouch. Thanks for that drop. <laughs> Dude, why would anybody care? You're listening to a podcast. He's promoting this guy's bar that is a seven-hour drive from where I live. Right. Why would I care about this? And again, he thinks it's radio. And I've talked about this before. Why did my mega touch on? It's only going to make noise. What am I doing? What are we in a bar? You're pro. Oh, Jesus. So he's talking about the fact that he's at Gephardt's and he he explains where it is and and that they're there and how many beers they have on tap and all this stuff. It's a podcast. You hear that, you've heard it. Uh Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if it's an hour long, three hours long. You listen to a podcast from the beginning to the end. Right. That's how podcasting works. An hour into the show, he gets back into plugging it again. Yes. You need another one. Let's do a drinking here, game. Here, here, here. Have some of the half oh, yeah, bourbon. Yeah. We're at uh, Get Parts on the Upper West Side. This is a great joint. I'm going to do I'll a lot of podcasts from this uh, place. I love this. Seventy second between West End and uh, Broadway. So he has to explain again where the place is and what they're doing. Opie, no one's just joining the show now. I know. He I... thinks that he's doing the radio again. Well, he is so out of touch. Oh, he's wildly so out of touch. So out of touch. Yes. And he's I don't. I would argue he's probably never really been in touch. Maybe for a brief moment in time, but I think that was just by accident. Um, so I, I have a lot of clips to get through. Again, this is just Opie thinking he's doing local radio. Where are we? Seventy Second Street between West End and Broadway. If you're in yeah. New York City, man, this is definitely a joint to to check out. Yeah, some things walking by here. Some tasties. All right, we'll get into this discussion about the tasties. Uh, There's they're doing all the things you shouldn't do when you're doing a podcast. They're explaining where they are, what's going on around them, looking at people and going, oh, look at that person, which Crozier pointed out in the show when we were on Weez's show, he did the exact same thing. We're on the radio and this guy, Brother Weez in Rochester, is looking out the window and going, look at that guy's hat. Right. And it's like, we're broadcasting to people who are listening to this show. And I just want to point out Jim Florentine, who is a friend of the show, friend Mm -hmm. of Opie's. Mm -hmm. Big on Opie and Anthony, big friend of Jim Norton. He does a podcast and he even explains in the intro of his podcast every episode why nobody wants to listen to local radio anymore. The listeners' podcast is because you are not listening to regular terrestrial radio anymore because it fucking stinks. Right. It does stink. It stinks because people like Opie and Wheeze still think that they're so interesting that they can talk about something you'd have no idea what they're talking about and you would give a shit. That's what this show is. Right. It's nonstop talking about things no one cares about. All right. Let's talk about Tasties. Ugh. They see hot girls walking by this bar and they refer to them as Tasties. I know. and Yuck. It was yucky. I mean, these are 50, 60-year-old men. But judging not, 20-somethings and calling them tasties? But not only that, they're ranking them. They're rating them by uh, number. Well, of course, because that's such a hack thing to do. Right. So I'm pretty sure, okay, I have two clips about this. So okay. three, do three. Yeah, some things walking by here, some tasties. Well, I don't know. You don't. Nah, I saw some down nah, this way. You don't get a lot of tasties on the Upper West Side. <laughs> yeah, I tell you not. You get the international unless, flavors. Unless you're into baby carriages, then then well, there's not plenty the locals. Of tasties. Not the locals. All the people who visit the city and go to Central Park. And then track four. We'll rate the family. we'll rate the girls as they walk okay, by bad. this place. So far, we've seen two fours and a five and a half. Now, did you see the line for the Hogan Dolls? Yes. What is that about? I don't know. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. So again, these are people who have nothing going on in their lives. They're super fucking boring, and it is 
the most nonsense conversation. I want to pick up where you left off there. I call this mundane conversation. So far, we've seen two fours and a five and a half. Now, did you see the line for the Hogan Dolls? Yes. What is that about? I don't know. It's around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's the first warm day and everybody wants that's, ice cream. Yeah, I that's guess. what I'm thinking. I don't have any idea, but everything. Yeah. School it was unbelievable. Just, school just got out. And it's all a bunch of around. kids. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, we went from winter right into summer. The Once place, again. But that place is so tiny. 40 to tiny. 70. 40 to right. 70. Right. My allergies. Uh, exp- do, do you guys get allergies? Yes. Yeah, it's bad. All right. I just want to point out everything that's wrong with that that clip that we just heard. It's so mundane. They talk about rating girls. Oh, that's look at that four and a half. As if as if any of these girls would ever even look at Opie or Vic Henley. Oh my god. Or any of these assholes. Uh, then they talk about the long line at the ice cream place. I know that I couldn't believe. Can you believe how long that line is for ice cream? Right. <sighs> the hog <sighs> dogs. Yep. And then they talk about what time of year it is. And then they talk about the weather. And then they talk about allergies, which Opie pronounces algies. <laughs> My algies. Am I right, guys? As Crows would say, in what universe does this qualify as entertainment? In what universe does anyone care about this conversation? Well, it's a long line for ice cream. Man, fucking weather, right? Yeah, my allergies. This is the kind of shit that I walk away from in any social setting. Let alone, I'm downloading a podcast and listening to it for entertainment. The fuck is wrong with these people? Oh, I don't know. All right, let's talk about how dumb Opie is, because that's always fun. That could take a while. Opie starts talking about how he doesn't like IPAs, and he explains why IPAs are how they are. How do I, how do I tell Dave that I don't like IPAs? You know, just, me and Carl were just talking about IPAs. You know why uh, they're so bitter? Why? So they could survive the trip to America. Yes. Wow. Do you know what IPA stands for? India Pale Ale. India Pale Ale. It has nothing to do with surviving a trip to fucking America. It's out of the 19th century when India was still owned by the British and they were sending beer to the British who lived in India. They had to put a lot of hops in it so that it wouldn't go bad. That's why it has nothing to do with America. Okay. Everybody knows that. And then this fucking Sherrod character is... Also clueless, he says this. Oh, so they put, what, extra barley or something? Extra whatever that F to keep it, uh, you know, fresh. I like it. Everybody knows that IPAs taste the way they do because they're happy. <laughs> he goes, oh, so they put extra barley in there? Yeah, extra barley. That's exactly what they do, you fucking idiot. It's nice and chunky. And then the, the problem with Opie as a broadcaster, he's so unprofessional, is... He's having this discussion about IPAs, which is boring and mundane, but then he just sees someone he knows and just acts like it's okay to break everything that they're doing and focus on that. Right, right. right. Oh. But, but they didn't make it so better for, for people. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Everybody knows Oak. What's up? Oh, it's my neighbor. What's up, man? Our kids play together. Okay. Well, you got to get past the high level security. You got to get level. That's razor wire right there. You got to jump careful. double dutch before you go. Yeah, uh, scream double dutch before you, come, before you run in. When you, when you come back, come on up and uh, join the podcast. Yeah. All right. There you have it. Wait, you know Ben too? Ben <laughs> knows everybody. You know that me and my. Uh, you his, me too now, Dave. His, uh, his daughter and my double son. Uh, oh, same age, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, who cares? Uh, who would possibly care about this? And this is what the problem is with Opie. He doesn't understand. He was riding the coattails. He's literally like Inspector Gadget. 
You know, like how Inspector Gadget has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. But he's got like the dog and the and the girl and they do all the shit for him and then he takes full credit. That's Opie. Yeah. Opie had Anthony and Jim Norton and Jim Norton's um network of all these comedians and all these people he was friends with. And they would come on the show and make the show entertaining for years. Oh, so great. And Opie thinks that he did that. Opie thinks that he, shit that comes out of his mouth is interesting. It's not interesting in any single way. He's a terrible broadcaster. He's a professional broadcaster. It's all he's ever done his entire life is be on the radio. He has the worst broadcasting voice. Yeah, li- listen to this. They'll, they'll be fine whatever school they go to. That's right, but, yeah. That's right. But my daughter is only five. She's in her third year of school. And she was interviewing at like three. Yeah. There's more coming. Actually, crazy. I think she was interviewing before. No, she was two. I hate when he does that high register OP thing. Third year of school. Third year of school. It's, it's so obnoxious. This is a prof- this is what counts as a professional broadcaster in today's day and age. How is that possible? He has some things he could talk about, which Does would be he? interesting, such as getting fired from Sirius and, you know, what he's been doing since oh. and the struggling maybe that he's been doing. That's he's, something more real, but he's not talking about any of that stuff that I'd actually want to hear about. He's talking about all this other bullshit that I don't care about. He doesn't talk about anything real at all. Later on in the show, he talks about uh, Sam Kinison came on the show when he was in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And this clip pisses me off so much. Anyone who knows Opie, this is so obnoxious that he says this. Kinnison changed my life because I was like uh, in Rochester trying to be a radio guy with the radio voice and just yeah. intro records. And uh, two influences, Brother Weeze. I was lucky to, to work under him and do whatever he needed because I knew he was special. And then he had a friendship with Sam Kinnison. Sam Kinnison came into Rochester and hung out for the whole week doing radio. Yeah. That day I went... Oh my God! I'm doing all of this wrong. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I, I agree. That's a, no. He made me he go. Had it. What? Throw everything you know away and just try to be yourself and just try to be edgy and you know what I mean? Yep. So this is so frustrating because Opie is nothing but fake, and that was the reason why he's had a falling out with everyone that he was around. Right. Anthony hates him. Jim Norton hates him. All the people who were part of that show on the the fringes of it have all distanced himself from Opie. Yes. And I also think that he probably didn't treat them very well in addition right. to just treat, you know, I think that he was just kind of an asshole to them. Mm-hmm. They haven't come out and said it as... Well, Anthony has. <laughs> all right. Well, Anthony has. Anthony has come out and said that Opie was an ath- asshole. And, and Opie's name is Greg. And he used to talk about when he was in a mood, he had to step on Greg shells. <laughs> <laughs> it was like walking on Greg shells. Yep. Because he would just snap at people. Jimmy's a little kinder, but he alludes to well, it. Well, Jimmy's created an entire character, Chip Chipperson, which I don't think was originally Opie, but he's become Opie. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that. But it's amazing because he does a weekly podcast now, the Chip Chipperson podcast. Which I love. That is just ripping on Opie. If you if you know what he's talking right. about, all they're doing is goofing on Opie sucking. Well, it's just so it's great if you watch it too because you can see the delight in Anthony's face. <laughs> <It's just so laughs> well, there's 20 years they spent with this asshole, and he has no self awareness. I, I was nobody. I wasn't doing anything special. I met Sam Kinison, which to me was like holy crap. Throw everything away. Do something different. Start Be yourself, and don't worry about what people are going to say about you. Yep. Don't worry about what people are going to say about you. That's all this guy does. I know. He's on Twitter nonstop. The subreddit for Opie and Anthony 
has ruined him psychologically because these people just rip on him and he fucking can't stand it. So they just double down and double down and it's now it's just a hate fest. All he does is care about what people say about him. I know. This guy has no self-awareness whatsoever. Um, and this guy Vic Henley is on the show. He seems like he's an asshole too. This is a guy who, who came up with all these comedians. There's so much name dropping going on in the show. And he's a nobody. Well, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. Nobody's ever heard of this guy. I have a clip that shows how he is lacks any type of self-awareness. He's talking about his family and how he gets along with his family. I kind of like hanging with my mom's side of the right. family. <laughs> right. 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 And they didn't like me either, so it sort of drifted down. To, <laughs> Wait, so why didn't they like you? Oh, because I looked like my dad and they hated him. Oh. Yeah. Jen, does that make any sense? The guy goes... My family doesn't like me, so I went with my mom's side of the family. They don't like me either. Well, maybe you're an asshole. No, 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 no. I look like someone they don't like, and that's why they don't like me. <laughs> really, Vic? Yeah. You're a 60-year-old whatever, and you think that people don't like you because of the you look like someone who reminds... Your personality sucks. That's the fucking problem here. I have a clip where they talk about uh, tasties again. Uh. Yep, I call this another tasty. It doesn't matter. Look at this girl. What are you looking at? Right oh, here, yeah, coming. All right, now we got another nine. Like. We got another. This is another tasty, another man. Another yeah, but hottie. it's one out of ten tops. That's no, all right. I'll take that nice. one. I hate his bro downs. I hate it. It's so unnatural. It's not the way guys really talk. It, well, not the guys I hang around with. Unless no. they're not talking that way when I'm not around or something. <laughs> no, I, I actually have conversations with guys who are attracted to women, and that is not how we talk at all. Jeez. It's so unnatural. So gross. It is really gross. This is, so that guy Ben showed up at one point. Yes. And that His was, neighbor. well, their kids play together Okay. and maybe their neighbors, but he's like, Oh yeah, my, my son and his daughter, the same age. Okay. okay. Whatever. And he, he tells Ben to join the show mm-hmm. because yeah, that makes sense. So then this is uh Ben joining the show. Ben, what's going on, bud? How are you? They're seeing the elementary Come school. On. <laughs> what's up, brother? This is how this is going to go. On. Yes, nice it is. You, I like it. And I couldn't I'm be okay. happier. Vic, Vic nice you look familiar. Me. I think I might have met you before. Well, now, what do you see? You see uh, Opie doing some disturbing things in the neighborhood? Uh, not really. Okay, a couple things going on here. First off, Vix goes, so what, we're just going to invite anyone you know to join the podcast? And Opie's like, yep, that's what we're doing. Vic's like, <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's a good idea. No, that's not a good idea. And then, of course, um, Sherrod tries to make it interesting. He's like, so, yeah, what's fucking Opie up to? The guy's like, nothing. Yeah. Okay, great. That's what happens when you bring boring, mundane fucking people on your boring, mundane show. It just becomes as bland as fucking possible. Why would anybody care about this? Weeze even talks about this in the intro to this show, Uh. which I find ironic. So I played on the on the tease last week. If you listened to the, the show that we did about Howard Stern, I, I teased that we're doing OP radio and I had to play for the first minute and a half of the show is Wheeze talking about OP. And of course, Wheeze talking about Wheeze because well. he can't help himself. But this is a clip from the beginning of the show where it's uh, our buddy from Rochester, Brother Wheeze. Opie will take regular people off the street. That's the way I love to do it. I get yelled at at my radio station for booking people that aren't famous. I love taking anybody. Whoever you are I'm listening to, come on. Because that's how Opie does and it's funny. Nope. (laughs) That's the selling point? 
This is what I like to do. I have to talk to fucking anyone off the street, which Weez does. I was yeah. there when it happened. He just yes. started fucking talking to some homeless guy. But it's not funny or interesting. And he's like, that's what Opie does. It's like, well, first off, not to get on this bandwagon, but Howard Stern kind of invented this with the whack pack. Right. Where he would just bring on these crazy people. But Howard was on to something. He's like, oh, this guy's like semi-retarded. We should bring him onto the show. This is funny. Whereas Obi just goes, oh, this is my buddy. His his kid plays with my kid. Let's just have him on the show. And then guess what happened? A boring conversation ensues. No shit. Obi's the kind of person who, when, like, if I bumped into him at a concert or something, I just walk to the other side of the arena. Yeah. He just is someone you want to get away yeah, from. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't think he's funny. So the guy, Ben, not Ben. Who's the guy? Who, Matt owns the bar. Yes. Matt is the bar owner at Gephardt's. That's too many people to remember. Anyway. And they're talking to Matt for a while. Isn't it weird that every week I learn about all these fucking people I don't care about? Yeah. And have to explain this? I don't know how you do this every week. I, it's getting old. I was really irritated this week because of this. This is a tough podcast to listen to. This one's a tough one. It's hard because I just kept, a lot of hatred for Opie's wasted a lot of my life. I've kept phasing out of it though. I could bear I mean, I mm-hmm. physically had my ear to yeah. the speaker and I still couldn't listen to it because I kept spacing out and not listening to it and thinking of something else. So this is the guy Matt, and they're trying to explain that, dude, it doesn't matter if you're on the show or you just want to come up and grab a mic. Like everyone can be entertaining. So Matt comes out with a zinger. That gets way too much play. We don't know what to do anymore. Put the girls in charge, man. R- right. With bring this back Sadie Hawkins. Bring her back. Permanently. <laughs> yeah, yes. Then, no question. We know. Yeah. She then started know it. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That, that will help the Me Too uh, do the movement. hashtag Ask Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We're going to get along. Regular people are funny. We're going to get along. Regular people can be amazingly From funny. From Gephardt. You own this place? This is why I hate Vic Henley. Regular people are funny. Regular people can be funny, too. Vic, you're a fucking nobody. <laughs> Who are you to call someone a regular person? Fuck you. Uh. Vic Henley is, as I mentioned, doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. I don't know any comedian that doesn't have a fucking wiki entry. This guy's a nobody, and he's applauding this guy for his hashtag ask me to joke. Um, I- I'm sorry. I'm going to keep going here. Please do. I have very little to contribute. I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't that. know what not to do. This is my problem. I listened to this and I hated everything I heard. And it took me hours to clip from this because everything was clippable. I'm like, oh, need, need to talk about this. Need to talk about this. Here is, after that brilliant joke from Matt, they're like, oh, we got to talk to this guy some more. So how, what do you talk about with a, a bar owner in Manhattan? What would be an amazing conversation to have with them? Oh, I know. What did this place used to be? What was it before you had it? It, it was nothing for two years. Before that, it was... It literally uh, sat kosher here for... Steakhouse. Kosher Steakhouse. Oh, right. It sat here right. for two How'd years. How'd that not go? Boring. Who could possibly give a fuck? We're in a place <laughs> that I don't care about, and then I'm going to find out what it used to be before it was the place I don't care about? Wow. Why would I possibly give a flying fuck about what this place used to be? Are they trying to fill time? It's a podcast. You don't have to fill time. That's the thing. It can be 30 minutes. That made me so angry. I said, why is it so long? He should have, well, he should have zero minutes, but it could be 
30 minutes. This is the problem with radio, guys. 45 minutes. Opie's going back to hey, time and weather, time and traffic, time, weather. Like, he's still fucking hitting those beats that don't need to be hit anymore. Oh, yeah, I just want to remind you guys, we're at Gephard's on 72nd. Dude, stop it. Stop it. No, you've already said where you are. You shouldn't be there. It's obnoxious. Here's a clip that I call uh, Opie is boring, but he also lacks self-confidence. And rightfully so. Listen to him at the end where all of a sudden he just loses all of his self-confidence and has to try to get everyone to support what he's saying. I, I was talking about those old school beers with Carl uh, last week. And it just brings you back to being a kid when you yeah. drink a Schlitz or a PBR. Right? Aww. It brings you back to being a kid, you know? And then no one's like nodding their head. He's like, right? <laughs> and I, I love that Opie has surrounded himself with yes men. Uh-huh. Opie needs to have this reassurance all the time that he's funny and that he's interesting. He'll tell jokes that are not funny that people laugh at. Here's an example. And what I love about this is that Opie's the one laughing the hardest at it. <laughs> Martin Luther King, okay. Yeah, yeah it's the blackest then, name of a black school. And then there's a, there's a McDonald's. When, you're, uh, when, when it you're, comes out? When you're as white as me, yeah. walking past that McDonald's yeah. is scary. Exactly. <laughs> Colin Quinn used to have a joke about getting on a subway. Uh, everything about that makes me cringe. So here is an example of Opie telling a joke that people don't over-the-top laugh at, and he gets very uncomfortable about it. He has to address it. Oh, okay. Oh, what's his name who died? Uh, the Preacher. Shit, who flew through the windshield? We don't oh, see <laughs> God damn it, I'm just black. That bombed. Uh, <laughs> Opie's so used to everyone fake laughing all the time that he goes, Guido Sarducci. And then he, I don't know if he was actually trying to make a joke. So um, then he like fake laughed. And then nobody else did. And then he goes, that bombed. I think maybe he thought he had the right answer and then pretended it was a joke and then acknowledged that it bombed. I think you're giving him way too much credit. Can I just real quick play a quick compilation I put together? This is Opie laughing. This show is so fucking fake. It's a lot of uncomfortable laughter. Mm -hmm. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> No, you did not. No, you did not get a Mexican yes, Christmas. <laughs> Saved by the Bell had more realistic laughing on it. Oh, that's a great laugh track, though. Than this show. It's so over-the-top fake. And the thing that I've learned that I hate about Opie, and I did, I did come to this conclusion listening to this show, spending a few hours listening to Opie again, it's been a while, is... He's constantly selling. Yeah. There was even another episode of this that I listened to where it's just him talking. I think you and I were actually listening to this in the car. It's just him talking before he gets anyone else on the show. And he goes, yeah, man, like uh, I'm getting tons of great feedback on the podcast. And Westwood One is loving what we're doing. He used to talk about that all the time. It's serious. Yeah, man, the brass here, they love what we're doing. Getting lots of great feedback. He's constantly selling everything. 
This place is amazing. We're at this beer bar. This place is so great. This guy is hilarious. Yeah. We're having so much fun. Everything he says is fake. Except for this time he was sitting in his car with a microphone. Correct. <laughs> but he's always trying to sell me something. Right. And I don't believe him. No, and you should I don't think anything is sincere or honest. Well, he isn't because he, he's gotten caught in many lies. Correct. Before. Correct. And over his career. That actually gets me into the Kurt Schilling story. If we can do that. Before I do that, let me just set it up real quick. You gonna take a commercial break? Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's pay some bills. Let's set this up. There's the guy, Matt, who owns the bar, and then there's this guy, Ben, who's Opie's buddy because their kids play together. They're both from Phoenix. Okay. So they acknowledge this fact because the one guy's wearing like a Diamondbacks hat or something. Okay. And they start talking about Arizona. And Opie has nothing to contribute but has to be part of the conversation because it's Opie Radio. So he drops this in. Arizona rules, man. These guys uh, are talking about specific places and things that they've done. And Opie just, Arizona rules, man. It's a whole fucking state in the desert. What do you mean Arizona rules, man? Can you elaborate on that? What, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know either. So they talk about the fact that the Diamondbacks started in 98. They had this AAA baseball team that was very well attended. And because of that, they got a Major League Baseball team. So Opie has to start talking about AAA baseball. And again, it's about this selling. He has to sell everything to the point where it's just unrealistic. Right. When I lived in Rochester, we did AAA up there. and, and They oh, kill right. it also. That's right. In a lot I think of ways, they kill it also. AAA ball was so much fun, fun to watch. It's, it's like so it's much, much fun. Jen. You and I have been to dozens of AAA baseball games. Oh, yeah. Here in Rochester. Have you ever described it to a friend as, it's so much fun to watch. It's so much fun. I never have. In fact, I don't watch the game most of the time. No, <laughs> it's not that much fun to watch. No, it's not. This shortstop makes an error every third play. It's not that much fun to watch, but it's so much fun. OBS to just sell everything. So here is him. Talking about Kurt Schilling used to be a Rochester Red Wing for one season. Mm -hmm. And at that time, Opie was living in Rochester. So, of course, Opie, being this dynamite personality that he is. You're not charismatic. Opie befriends <laughs> this young Kurt Schilling, who then uh, goes on to, to start him in World Series wins. But this is uh, the setup to this. That's where I met Kurt Schilling. So, Kurt Schilling uh, oh, was yeah, a young gun. I, I knew Kurt when he was 20, 21 years old playing for the Rochester Red Wings. And back then, they already knew this guy was going to be one of the best. Okay. So that's him. He, he met Kurt Schilling. And now he has to set up that he's going to tell a story. <laughs> can, can, I, can I tell a quick Kurt Schilling story? Yes. So fast forward. Can you? I doubt it. I, <laughs> I doubt you can tell a quick Kurt Schilling story. And you know that somebody is terrible at storytelling when they have to use this phrase. Right. Long story short, it's spring training. Who walks in? Kurt, Kurt Schilling, Schilling and the entire team. He's got two bimbos <laughs> on his arms. All the strippers in this joint knew him, right? Yeah. Okay. What he's talking about here is now he's in Buffalo. A couple of years later, he's doing radio in Buffalo. He's doing overnights. He goes out with his programming manager or whoever it is. They go to a strip club. And if you heard what he just said there, he goes, fast forward a couple of years, it's spring training. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know you don't know a ton about baseball, but pitchers and catchers report to spring training before the rest of the team. They report in February. Okay. 
Do you know where they report to? I'll give you a hint. Not fucking Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York in February is fucking cold. It's impossible <laughs> to play baseball when it's snowing sideways. Okay? So he's talking about the fact that it's spring training, Kurt Schilling and the whole team shows up. What team? Spring training goes on down in the fucking south. And in the southwest, there's no such thing as a league that's going on in Buffalo, New York. So he's fucking lying. Not and this another is the lie, thing. Opie. This is the thing about Opie is that he's always lying. And I grabbed this ISO that is so funny. Yeah. Is that a real story? <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a real story, Opie? Because I highly fucking doubt it. So, all right, we know these lying because he says, I'm in Buffalo. I'm in a strip club. Kurt Schilling walks in with the whole team during spring training. Okay, can't possibly be true. Right. So now this is the exciting conclusion Opie's saying how he's broke, he's only making a little bit of money back then, and they're in the strip club, and he's stressed out, he doesn't have any money. But thank God, Kurt Schilling is there, and of course, they're best buds. And I, I tell Ken, I know that guy. He goes, yeah, right. So I kind of wave, and, and Kurt loses his mind. Holy shit, Opie, I haven't seen you in years. <laughs> oh, For a couple of years at this point. And then all of a sudden... Everything is on me. And I would have killed three strippers like that night. Rock star. <laughs> right. So, uh, Opie, so we're talking about a 23, 25 year old Opie who's doing overnights in Buffalo. He's not Opie from Opie and Anthony. No. He hasn't met Anthony Cumia yet, who's the talent behind Opie and Anthony. He doesn't know Jim Norton, right. who's one of the funniest stand ups to ever live. He's just Opie. Right. He's in a strip club in Buffalo. Kurt Schilling walks in and goes, holy fucking shit, Opie is here. <laughs> Kurt Schilling is freaking out that Opie is there. Does that sound like it's possibly true? No. And then, because Opie has to ruin every single bit, and it must be tough. If you're lying through your teeth about shit, it's hard to keep your head straight on how you should be reacting to things. But you heard at the end there, Kurt Schilling says, the night's on me. Right. Whatever you guys want to do. So, immediately, the comedians in the room start fantasizing about, oh, what would you do with unlimited money in a strip club? And they go right to this this thing where it's over the top. Like, I'd be drowning strippers and strength. Like, yeah, it's like this weird, okay, whatever. They're going, they're going for the shock humor. Right. I'm fine with it. But Opie, this is a glimpse into the psyche of Opie. He has to, he's never in on the gag. He never gets it. He always ruins the bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have like, killed three strippers like that night. Rock star, <laughs> right? I would have been drowning bitches in back or something. <laughs> it's all Kurt. Crazy. He said everything on him. Right. Lap dance. Everything. Everything. Choke out. That's amazing. <laughs> so they're saying I would I would have been drowning strippers. It's on him. And Opie goes everything. Lap dances. Ugh. It's like, dude, you're so far behind this conversation. And, and even after he said that, Vic Henley has to say, yeah, strangling, like, like, Opie, come on, we're, we're way past lap dances at this point. We're trying to make this funny, your fake story. We're trying to make it interesting. But that was what happened when he was on Opie and yes. Anthony, too. He was a joke <laughs> killer. He killed every oh, joke. He is a bit ruiner. Ugh. Um, so then he talks about how he was buddies with Kurt Schilling. So then Vic has to get into this and talk about, how he was buddies with um, the big unit. And it's very telling because I guess Vic used to hang with Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy back in the day. Okay. And so Randy Johnson befriended these guys. And he says this. We brought them out. Moises Alou. We brought them all out to the comedy club. We hung out with all of them. And, uh, and, and, and they always remember Foxworthy. They fucking yeah, forgot me yeah. instantly. <laughs> 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 
Big surprise. Sherrod, <laughs> uncomfortable laughter. <laughs> this show has so much uncomfortable laughter to it. Well, there's no real laughter. No. No, there's there's no real laughter to be had. This guy, Vic Henley, he talks about people he used to hang out with. I guess he used to live with David Spade. Oh, did he? I missed that. Okay. <laughs> Him and Spade are from Arizona. They moved to New York together to do comedy. So he starts talking about this thing that David Spade did. And the punchline to his story is David Spade's joke. Okay. And of course, they all go nuts over it and carry on and on and on. But there's something going on here. I want I want to hear, see if you hear this. It's a doll, Dan. <laughs> you are by yourself. It's a fucking doll, Dan. <laughs> Did you hear that laughter at the end? <laughs> That's what Chip Chipperson does. Is he? Uh, is that why he does oh that laugh? That's why he does it. <laughs> This is, what the, this is the type of laughter that's going on at this show for real. Ow. He does that as a goof. Good sleuthing. I wouldn't have picked up on that at all, but you're right. And then Vic Henley, and this is the Vic Henley joke, quote unquote. Um, listen to how he tags his joke with the same joke. And I, I bring up, I keep doing the, these air quotes to you about comedians. Mm-hmm. Because this is not how you perform comedy. Boy, did no, anyone in this area know my two, favorite one? It looked like the first season of 106 in Park. <laughs> I call it Black Donald's. There's, it's, my, it's my favorite McDonald's in the city. It's Black Donald's. If Ron you want Donald, Donald, Donald. <laughs> Ronnie Don. So that was going back to Opie talking about that McDonald's he's scared of because there's black people there. And Vic says, I call it Black Donald's. All right. Yeah. It, it, it gets a one response. And then he goes, yeah, I, I call it Black Donald's. That's not a tag to your joke, asshole. That's the joke you already told that no one cared about. Right. Black Donald's is not a funny joke and you yeah. suck. Let's talk about Sherrod Small. Also, not a funny person. No, he's not funny. Not funny at all. Let's listen to Sherrod's joke. Tim Sabian comes on. Uh, right. Surprise, surprise. Yep. Tim Sabian, who's the head of Westwood One. Who used to be at Sirius and before that worked for other like radio K-Rod stations. Yeah, he's like an executive yeah. guy. He's multi-millionaire and the whole thing. He's the one who brought Opie over because Tim Sabian is also fucking out of it. Doesn't understand how podcasting works at all. He just thinks like, oh, I'll just give Opie a microphone and let his friends come over and we'll have a great show. Wrong. That would be wrong. So here is uh, Sherrod's joke. Where are you from, Tim? You from New York? I'm re- originally from Minneapolis. Minneapolis? Yeah. What are you, Prince? <laughs> exactly. Prince. I grew up with Prince. Yeah, exactly. That's your fucking joke? I'm from Minneapolis. What are you, Prince? I know. It's like, well, I mean, Prince was from Minneapolis, but is that? No, I'm. I'm not. Well, I'm not Prince. I'm a white guy. Prince is the only one who's ever lived in Minneapolis. Don't you know? Right. That? Correct. <laughs> Correct. It's population one now zero. Yep. Correct. <laughs> What the fuck kind of joke is that? I do have uh, this dumb joke gets laughter for fucking days. Mm. And this is one of the things on the show. Someone says a joke that's maybe a three or a four and they just keep harping on it. You can tell how fake this is. What? I make splits though. I wrote yeah, splits. No, I, I'll eat it to sleep because I, can't, I, I have a hard time sleeping. I'll tell you. Sleep it's about like weed a or pussy. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Exactly. Oh, oh. Oh. Hey. <laughs> That's, That's how beer. I take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and her too. Yeah. Where were you on that one, you son of a bitch? <laughs> Do you hear that? Yes. This dude is fucking corny. 
He talks about, oh, I, I, uh, I, because Tim Sabian's invested in all these marijuana companies and they're talking about marijuana as if they're 16 year olds. Oh, do you have some marijuana? You want to break out? Like, if you want marijuana, just bring it with you. That's what adults do. It's not a big deal. But then he goes, oh, well, yeah, I, I eat it to sleep. You talk about weed or pussy. And these guys are erupt in laughter. Again, these are adults near the end of their lives. And this is what they're laughing about? That was pretty nauseating, actually. Pretty nauseating. Uh, I got a bunch more clips I have to get through here. I just want to talk about Opie's insecurity real quick. Uh, did I play this track yet? Well, I was over their house. Yeah, uh, yeah pretty but much. Did, but where but you live, live on the same block. We live on the same block. Oh, same block. But me and Tone and hey, Brian. You're bored? Nice guy. Let's get another beer. All right. This is after these guys have been rambling on name dropping, talking about, oh, he's hanging out with this guy and that guy. They're talking about the 80s. They're talking about comedians who were popular in the 80s. Oh, yeah, me and Dennis Miller, blah, 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 blah. This has been going on for 15, 20 minutes. And then the guy who they brought up, who's like Opie's buddy, takes his headphones off and walks away. And I was like, whoa, what are you, bored? It's like, yes, yes! everyone is bored. Uh, Every single person involved in this is bored out of their fucking minds, Opie. You're a boring person. So boring. You have nothing to say. Who wouldn't be bored? I put together a name drop compilation. Okay. Because do you remember this part of the show where for some reason all they could talk about were all the famous people who have shut them out of their lives? And it's funny because you think about Opie. And again, for people who don't know the backstory on this, Opie at a certain point was on top of his game. He was interviewing the biggest celebrities. They had huge guests on their show. The fact that he's fallen down and, and it seems like we're being harsh. I might start just doing the Opie radio. This show might turn into just Opie radio all the time. I could rip on Opie for the rest of my life. And yeah. that would be fun to do because this guy thought he was this huge star. Like he's always interviewing The Rock and he's got all these people on the show. And now he's talking to Vic Henley and Sherrod Small in a fucking bar yeah. and putting on a fucking podcast. And this is... So pathetic. This is the name drop compilation. I met Kurt Schilling. Me, him, and uh, Weez would hang out. Randy Johnson buddied up with Foxworthy when he was a rookie with the Expos. We brought him out. Moises Alou. And, and I was hanging out with uh, Jim Norton. Barry Bonds. I remember Kobe did that to me one time. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Same spring training when you're Hank Aaron waved, waved me <laughs> I, off. I, I, I pulled really this, uh, what you did with Kobe with The Rock. <laughs> what happened? The Rock, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Coco Beware. <laughs> one time I saw the Junkyard Dog. With yes. who? Which who Spade, was your crew? David, I was Spade, David Spade was. So who was your crew wow. in New York? You mean, well, Colin and Sandler and yeah. Chris. Oh, and, all, you knew Sandler and Chris Rock. Me, you, Ray Romano. Yeah. A, a tale's like 25. Yeah, I remember when Colin used to hate a tale. Me and Tony, and we Tony started Rock. together. And then a whole bunch of Rachel was my roommate, Rachel Feinstein. Seinfeld and Dennis Miller, who was doing uh, Weekend Update at the time. Mario Joyner. Mario was just like a brother to me, man. And we and were running, we were journey. running it. So what's the connection with Chris Rock? You guys all live together? Me and Tony, Chrissy Bryan. It's like Bobcat and Goldthwait. Kinnison was the funniest dude. Now, Bill Holy Hicks was part of that crew. Bro. Jimmy Schubert was part of that. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? All they did was talk about people who are way more famous and interesting than anyone who's on this show. And most of their stories was, yeah, those guys didn't like me. And I'm not even joking. That was most of their stories. Like, some of these guys are like, yeah, I used to hang out with Spade. I guarantee David Spade has nothing to do with Vic Henley these days. Oh, I'm certainly not. But they used to, oh, yeah, I used to know this guy and that guy. And most of the stories was, yeah, he blew me off. This guy didn't care about my comedy. He didn't think I was very funny. Yeah, Seinfeld used to, didn't give me the time of day. He's like, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. 
you guys are not only uninteresting, you're kind of assholes, too. Yeah. And you would think if they're going to have these stories about famous people that they used to know and hang out with, there'd be enlightening conversation. No. Listen to this tidbit. Sean, like, I've known you a long time. These are cool stories, man. Yeah, but uh, to know Chris Rock was really into Kinnison. Deeply uh, into him. He, he was, was in the comedy. Huh? He was in the comedy. He's a big comedy fan. That's right, right. right. He's a comedy genius. He's a student of this yeah. shit. Wait, Chris Rock was in the comedy? <laughs> what? <laughs> so dumb. Did you know that, Jen? <sighs> Did you know that Chris Rock was a student of comedy? I never would have guessed. Oh my god. Um. So obvious. Getting back to our discussion about Chip Chipperson. Okay. Finally something I want to talk about. Sorry. So Chip Chipperson, Jim Norton's character that is a guy who is woefully unfunny. I know, but he's so great. One of the things that Chip likes to do is repeat jokes that somebody else tells. Right. That's one of his go-to things. Like someone tells a joke and then Chip will be like, he'll tell the joke. Yeah. Because he got to laugh and he has to have the attention. Here's a perfect example of that. How, How many languages does your daughter speak? She cries and she speaks English. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect woman already. That was the perfect woman. Oh, she cries and speaks English. That was sort of our answer. We're like... All right, so this guy, Ben, who's Opie's buddy... How many languages does your daughter speak? She cries and speaks English. And Vic is like, oh, she cries... And speaks English. Like, well, yeah, we heard, we heard it. He's heard dissecting joke. that joke. Is he? He's or is he just repeating it? He's trying to just make So sure then they go on and they talk for a while. And I'm not joking, Jen. This is a minute later. Vic Henley finally figures out what his tag is to this joke. And he just blurts this out out of context. This is amazing to me. What? Let, let the kid be a kid. That kid's going to hate his parents when he yeah. gets older. Pig right. Latin and Ebonics. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're teaching. I mean, it's really... He does the chip laugh again. <sighs> but did you hear that part yeah. where the guy the guy says, oh, she knows English and crying. Okay, those are the two languages she knows. And then they go on and they're like, yeah, what about these parents who teach their kids Chinese and blah, 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 blah. And then the guy goes, Pig Latin and Ebonics. Like, he was trying to formulate, what's my joke going to be, for so fucking long. It's like, dude, you're so late to the party on this. Please do not shout that out. And what I used to love about Opie and Anthony and why that show was good is if somebody came out with a fucking terrible joke, they would immediately address it. Oh, sure. You know, there wasn't this thing where everyone's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, let's all fake laugh at that. No, you you would admit that you're like, whoa, 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 why did you say that? That, that was a while ago. Why are we still laughing at this? Oh, I know. You get called out. It's so great. Oh, it was so great. You'd have things like this. <laughs> That's the other thing. There's no production on this show whatsoever. I know. Why doesn't he have a soundboard? He just sets up. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing, too. <laughs> he just sets up in this fucking bar. This unassuming bar where these people are just trying to hang out and enjoy their day. And they're taking over this corner and just making noise for no fucking good reason. They have no production. And ogling strangers on the street. And, right. And being wildly rude and inappropriate yeah. to young ladies who they're all old enough to be the parents of. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Tasties. Let's talk about Opie, another fake story. He has to go back to when he was a cool frat guy. I don't believe this at all. And Opie has these tells. If you ever play poker, you can tell when someone's bluffing because mm-hmm. they do things that are not the way they would naturally do them. Listen to how he tells this story. 
I was I was a young kid from a fraternity, uh, had a sorority that was close to us, so we were always throwing these banging fucking parties in right. Rochester. Banging parties in Rochester. No, no, but he didn't say we were throwing banging parties in Rochester. He goes, these banging fucking parties in Rochester. That is such a tell. Did That's such a fucking lie. Well, it is, because didn't he go to school in, like, Geneseo? Geneseo. It's not Rochester. Not it's not even Rochester. Close. It's, it's, old, it's a fucking drive. It's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, maybe they do have banging fucking parties, but... Yeah. Is that a real story? Yeah. Um, this is a ISO that I think is perfect for our buddy, the Opster. I know, I know you're not supposed to explain a joke, but <laughs> no, I, I don't get just... it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, that summarizes him. It does. Um, all right. So this is uh, Tim Sabian. He's there hanging out. He's the head of Westwood One who hired Opie. I don't know what they're paying him, but they see Tim and they're like, hey, there's Tim Sabian. That's uh, Tim Sabian from Westwood One and Robert. They are they? They haven't laughed once. Yeah. <laughs> you know why, Opie? There have yeah. been no laughs. What do you mean? I'm... None. He's watching these guys who are hanging out next to them. They're probably just straight faced, like, what is, what did we do? Why did we yeah, hire this guy? Why did we invest in this person there's, again? Yes, there, there's no, no laughter at all. So then Tim, remember, Opie, 10 months ago, was being paid millions of dollars. For a while, his channel on Sirius XM was called Opie Radio. Yeah. 30 million subscribers to Sirius. A channel was named after this guy. Yep. They then changed it to faction, put him in the afternoons. Pushed him off to obscurity, and now here he is on this fucking podcast that only you and I have listened to. Yeah. And a couple of guys at the subreddit who have broken the show down pretty well. But nobody's listening to the show. And Tim Sabian hops up, grabs a mic, and again, it's just selling. Selling, selling, selling. Just If, if you're good at what you do, you don't have to sell it. Right. We'll just be attracted to it naturally. <laughs> so how great is this podcasting? The fact is you don't have to sit in a stale old studio every yeah. single day. You get out and about. You look like you're having fun for the first time in a long time. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's. How great is this podcasting? You don't have a studio. You're in some fucking random bar with a mixing board and a computer and microphones that barely work with some random nobodies having a conversation about tasties walking across the street. How great is this? It's terrible, it's Tim. It's fucking garbage. They used to have A or B-list celebrities on their show. They used to have hilarious stand-up comedians drop in and millions of people listening all contributing to the show, and now it's nothing. Well, Opie has gone from having everything going on, almost a rival of Howard Stern, who's the biggest of all time shock jock, morning jock show nationally. He was close to that point, and now he's doing this garbage podcast with fucking idiots who suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that sums it up. Yep. You pretty much got you. You hit the nail on the head. Honestly, I would say The Vanished is a funnier show than OP Radio. The podcast that shall remain nameless. This show is less comfortable than a date with Bill Cosby. Ugh. Also, somehow it's less funny than Bill Cosby, if that's possible. <laughs> all right. What else did I want to talk about? I think I, I think I hit all the things I wanted to hit. Do you have some more clips you want to you want to uh, play here? I have one more clip, okay. which I just think. You said earlier it's very telling. I, this is what I thought was very telling. I got really crappy equipment if you haven't figured it out yet. I, I don't I had, know where we are or what's going on. All right. I think I just gave you volume, too. Try that. All right. It's kind of pathetic because uh, you know where we were with our careers. 
<laughs> You're laughing. Look at look at I I had to haul that. I saw the hand truck and uh, the, I saw the truck. video where the one fell in the puddle. You dropped that yes. in the puddle, right? Just in case you thought that was a bit. No, it wasn't video. a bit. No, it it's not, not a bit. bit. And I then knew it. and then I had to figure out how to set this whole thing up to to, to continue up my radio career. I recognized your sadness as real. You're not charismatic. <laughs> well, so first of all, after that many years of broadcasting, shouldn't he know how to set that stuff up? Yes. I mean, I know how to set that stuff up. I know. And I've never had a job in like, that. I got to figure out how to set this stuff up. Like, yeah. you plug in a microphone and you get your levels and you. Yeah. That's broadcasting what, equipment. That's what you've should, been doing. Should be pretty, pretty for decades. Easy. That was the thing that everyone who was a, a OP supporter gave him credit for. Like he was running the show. Like, well, he doesn't have good contributions. He can't talk. But he's the one who's running the board. And he's he's the one who's running the whole thing. It's like he's not even good at that. No, and I don't understand. Well, I've always hoped there's things I. I mean, I don't. I've never liked Opie. He was no. never. I've never been a fan of his. Even no. when he was on Opie and Anthony, I liked Anthony. Didn't like Opie. He's. I thought he had to have some sort of talent to get him to that point. Right. I just think he's like the luckiest asshole that's ever lived because I don't think he does have any talent. He is so lucky that Anthony Cumia was listening to his show and sent in a parody song that him and his brother Joe did. Yeah. And Opie listened to him and went, oh, these guys are funny. I'll have them on my show. Yeah. That was the best thing that ever happened to Opie. Yep. And now, because he doesn't attract talent. No. <laughs> he repels talent. He repels talent. <laughs> so he doesn't have anyone good. Not the guy anymore. he looks up to is Brother Weeze. I know. Brother Weeze is the worst Oh, I agree with you. I, too, have been on that show. Yeah. Which doesn't say much for Weeze, because oh, I'm a nobody. Well, Weeze even says, oh, I'm anyone <laughs> off the street, even Jen from the Jingles Department, brah. <laughs> and it was just so hacky and terrible. The fact that you look up to Brother Weeze and you learned how to do radio from him tells me all I need to know. Right. You're not going to be good at radio. Brother Weeze is a hack. Yeah. Not interesting, not funny. I don't care for him. I don't know. I think I think we've covered it all. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Ah, oh, you and me both. This has been a long week of listening to Opie Radio. I never listened to his show after... I shouldn't say that. After Anthony left, I listened for a little while with him and Jim. And then that show got terrible really quick. And Jim and, and uh, Opie started hating each other. So then Opie started bringing on these other guests, Sherrod Small and Vic Henley and... This guy, Carl, who we didn't get to hear on this show, thank God. But um, So eventually, I just stopped listening. And then he went to Afternoons. I never listened. I I would read on the subreddit about this cast of characters and stuff. But I, I had no idea how unfunny and how uninteresting these people really were. Yeah. And listening to the show was eye-opening. But it's not even just background noise, like, uninteresting. It's, like, offensive because it's loud and it's irritating to hear. Right. And I... Don't want to hear what they're saying either. I don't want to hear anything about it. Most of the show is just. (laughs) 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 Do you imagine? Do you imagine if we did a show where we just thought everything we said was so hilarious and everyone's just cracking up the entire fucking time? And what's crazy to me is that you would think a guy like Opie, over twenty years in radio, pinnacle of success on Sirius XM, broadcast all over the U.S. and Canada. Would be able to hop into a podcast situation and crush it, right? You're you're competing against people who have never done podcasting, right? Even the celebrities who have podcasts 
have no business doing podcasting. Right. They don't know how to run a show. And that's what's so sad about this is that the one thing you should do is have segments and bits and and have an idea of how to run a show. Instead, this fucking retard does the one thing that I always rail against all these podcasters about. There's no format. There's no format. There's no fucking format. Why wouldn't you just... He's been off for 10 months. He could have been fucking writing down formats and figuring out a way to put together an interesting show that has some flow to it, something that's interesting for people, maybe connects with a certain audience. Who's listening to this? Well, maybe he's connecting with an audience, but I am not I that audience. So. I don't think so. But I am that audience. I am the exact target audience for this. I loved Howard, Opie, and Anthony. I, I listen to all these shows. I'm the exact person they should be talking to, and I can't stand this shit. <laughs> wow. It's terrible. I'm with you. All right. Are we good? We're good. I don't want to talk about this anymore. The teaser. All right, let's talk about our show that we'll be doing not next week because I'm going to see some punk rock bands in Columbus, Ohio. But the week after that, we will be doing a new episode of WATP. We will be talking about a different podcast. I know I said I would do OP Radio for the rest of my life. I'm not going to do that. Thank God. <laughs> next week. We'll be listening and reviewing a totally different podcast, very different vibe, and this is the point in the show where we play a quick teaser of the episode that we'll be listening to next week. I'm familiar. No shit, Sherlock! I know. You've heard the show before. Okay. Here is a tease. Here's a clip from the podcast we'll be reviewing in two weeks. Um, you're going to get all kinds of fun stuff. Yes. Um... But yeah, but I was thinking because this show comes out on Fridays, I was thinking we could come out Thursdays and Fridays. So it's like, you know, when you watch American Idol and you're so excited, it's because <laughs> yes. you're you're sad when it's over and you're like, right. oh, I wish it was on tomorrow too. And it is. <laughs> what do you think about that? I love it. Let's do it. Okay. So so much to say anyway. Yeah, we really do. Check out the podcast one app because I did a little exclusive content on what I think about how you should handle Memorial Day, your hair your beverages, the whole deal. So go check it out. Podcast One app. All right. So let's start with. Oh, my God. I feel bad for whatever poor slob has to do this with you. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. This is Heather Dubrow's world. I don't know if I'm pronouncing who that is right. That? She is a real housewife. Uh, oh, do you know who oh, this is? I, do, I don't know who she is, but okay. I do watch Botched and her husband is the plastic surgeon. Oh, uh, okay. Dubrow. Okay. So I did pronounce that right. I think so. Heather Dubrow. Yes. Close enough. This is a podcast called Heather Dubrow's World. I got episode uh, Glozell from 525-2018. This woman puts out a podcast once a week and apparently is talking about maybe putting out two podcasts a week. That's oh, my God. No. About. Yeah. Uh. So this should be interesting because I know nothing about The Real Housewives. I've never watched them. I don't know what any of this shit is, but this woman feels very entitled Thinks she has a lot to say. Thinks she should be famous because she's married to a guy who makes a lot of money mm -hmm. and doesn't work. Yeah, and has time to podcast. <laughs> oh my god! I know. Yuck! This should be Yucky. interesting. This should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a big change. You know, you think about Opie who's been doing radio since the '80s or whatever, and uh, then you got this this woman who has no business. Doing anything about broadcast. I can't imagine it'll be worse. Uh, I honestly can't imagine it'll be worse than OP Radio. Well, that is actually probably true because I do enjoy things that aren't necessarily good. 
Opie really pissed me off, though. Opie was obnoxious. So I, I would probably rather listen to this coming podcast than the Opie Radio podcast. All right. So whoever my guest host is, you hear that? It's not that bad. Mm. I will say that one clip that you just played. Yes. I don't know. How long was it? 30 seconds? Yeah, something like that. Seemed like an hour. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, I, and again, you know, Doug always says you should listen to these shows so you know what you're getting yourself into. I haven't listened to this. Uh-huh. I have no idea what this is going to be like. I assume it's going to be this woman talking about how amazing she is for an hour and a half. That that would be my guess. Well, hopefully you'll come away with some helpful hints. Well, correct, because there are some good hints for Memorial Day. By the way, what is this content thing now where I need some nobody to tell me how to enjoy Memorial Day or whatever the thing that's coming up is? Like, oh, how to how to do this, how to do this. Like, I'm an adult. I, I know how to enjoy Memorial Day. We live in a Pinterest society now. Interesting. Good point. Good point, Jen. We do. Jen from the Jingles Department. Very profound. <laughs> I have some wisdom. So please, join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Farting in the mush pits of morning radio. Your wife had vagina stitches in her... Who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. it. Makes no sense. What the fuck are they talking about? Starting in Rochester, New York, where I'm still sitting. My name is Brother Wheeze. I've had a show for 35 years in the morning. And you can hear it on iHeartRadio if you want to. But I don't get the guess Opie gets. I didn't play that, but I don't get the, go- the guess Opie gets. Opie is done getting any type of guest. I think we can all agree on that. Nobody wants to be associated with Sherrod Small, Vic Henley, and Carl the Chef. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, but oh my God. Mm, my head hurts. I need a nap. All right. Nap time. Time for naps.